Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin. I'd like to be joined on the line by Tom Frell. How are you doing, Stephen? Hello. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Yeah, yeah really good. So, um, how have you been surviving lockdown? Yeah, yeah, uh, well, I've been surviving to the best of my Glad the gyms are open again now. Uh, been playing yeah. a lot of, been playing a lot of PS4. Well, yeah, it's just been like a, a waiting game in terms of like wrestling. But, fingers crossed, cool. I'll be able to do bits of it now. As yeah. you know, I've just had my first match back announced. So, fingers crossed it can only get better from here, but with like the current ways of how things are working, you never know, it could all go. We could all be back in lockdown by next month, you never know. Well, uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed that we're in the clear for all the now. Yeah, yeah, we'll come on to the future shock share a little bit later in this show. I just, um, have you been, have you been watching any series you could recommend for listeners before we get onto the wrestling side? Or? Oh, series. Um, I've not been oh, watching. Oh, so. oh, I have. Uh, I've been trying to watch as many horror films as possible. Yeah, because uh, like horror films are like my guilty pleasure and stuff like that. I watched. Uh, I fell asleep to the conjuring last, so I'm gonna try my best to redo that tonight. Because that's one that I know, I know that's a rather popular one, but I've never actually seen it before. Mm. So I've, I've actually, I think I've seen the second one. I think I've seen the second one, but I've never seen the first one. I fell asleep during it last night, so I'm gonna try and get that done again. But uh, in terms of like what I'd recommend for people, I'll always go to Insidious. So if you've not seen it, Insidious is the yeah. best, in my opinion. Yeah, it's the best horror film going. Oh, I'm more into my eighties slashes and eighties you know, comedy. <laughs> Horror, rather. Than yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's. Oh. Okay, man, I I love anything to scare me. Like with stuff like um, stuff like Friday the Thirteenth and so on, that that don't really scare me. Because like demons no. and all like mystical stuff going on with it, then yeah, that's a uh, that's my my sort of thing. If it scares me, then I'm. I still have a vivid memory of being about five or six and hiding behind the couch. I don't know why my would let me watch American Werewolf in London, but she did. The scene where he turns into a, a, a werewolf just still, still haunts me. Hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I, I don't think, I'm not too sure if I've seen that one. Is is there a scene in that where they're in like a subway or something and the, the, there's a, the wolves chasing him like up the escalator or something like that? Am I completely wrong? Oh, possibly. Maybe. I haven't watched it for years. Yeah. But I'd, I'd recommend just look, looking up the scene where he turns into a wolf. On yeah, I'm I'll sure it'll just be a clip of that on YouTube. Because for, yeah. for the time, it's, the <laughs> effects are great. Oh, yeah, man. I'll get on that soon as we finish this. <laughs> what about uh, wrestling-wise? You've been watching much wrestling? Are you a huge wrestling fan? Or? Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, I love wrestling. It's, uh, it's what I spend most of my time doing. In terms of what I've been watching, though, it's... Uh, I've genuinely just been like dabbling in everything. Um, the WWE, NXT, New Japan, obviously the G1 going on at the minute. AEW, yeah, man, just we've been watching bits of everything. But I have been trying to keep up on like the uh, the Rev Pro takings that they've been doing, like going back mm. on old like British wrestling shows and stuff. Doing a lot of revision because I want to. Part of me wants to come back to wrestling with like a new mindset. 
in that I want to start doing new things, like new faces, yeah. things like all that sort of stuff. So yeah, man, I've been watching as much as possible. Have you, have you been watching? There's like a certain brand that you've been watching. Uh, we can't, <laughs> we, well, the one match I've watched the most did involve you-ish. <laughs> really? <laughs> my, 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 son, my son's got no, five, he's got Slate's obsession with Paradox. Ah. And so we've been so we've been watching the um, Britannia Rumble from earlier this year, and you you come <laughs> out and you get and you get paid, paid off so you're not going the match. Don't you? So, <laughs> I completely forgot. Everyone like I, I can't. Like, it's mad that one. That literally happened last night. But I was yeah. just, uh, I was just like, did you want to do something? I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I'm literally on it for about ten seconds. Yeah, you come and out then, and then don't, don't, the match. comes out and gives you it says. There's no chance of you winning. I've got a chance here, so an envelope. I'm guessing some cash in. Yeah, very well. You know what's mad? I never actually checked what was in my envelope. <laughs> never actually checked. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I think that, that matches that shows had about 900 views, and I'm, I, I would love to know how many of them with my five-year-old. We've <laughs> watched it at least twice oh, a week since. I love um, that your five-year-old's doing things the right way, starting on wrestling. He loves it. Yeah, he's upset. Yeah. Well, we, we go to Vessel Island whenever it's on. And we we saw you at uh, Ignition earlier this year. You're against, you know, Triple Threat. Against uh, Leon Gray and... Sandy Beach. I can't remember the other guy was. Sandy Beach. Callum yeah. Carroll. Yeah, man. That was fun. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was great. Great show. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's missing Vessel Island. He's got, we've got, he's got six, about six DVDs of there, so he's watched them to death. We need new DVDs. I've still not had a chance to get my no. there, but fingers crossed, like when everything's back up and running, I'll be able to get something done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. But who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Oh. Give, give you age away now. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. You're watching, I don't know. I very recently turned 18. And, uh, so yeah, I, I couldn't believe how young you were. I, I thought you were in your early 20s when, when I saw you. Yeah, it must have been 17 when I saw you. Yeah, I, I imagine I'm towards, but a lot, a lot of people. I, I imagine I'm around a big lad for my age, but I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, in terms of like, it, it's a funny one because growing up, I was always into football. Yeah. I was, so I was like a late bloomer in terms of like, watching wrestling. I think it was like twenty eight, twenty nine, like WrestleMania that I that was like our first. So like, yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. So like, the guys that I originally like started watching was like, like, it's like the bigger names like Triple H, um, Edge. Like I, my main guy was just because like he was massive, and as a kid watching that, I was just like, oh wow, Nicholas Sazer never loses. He's cool. Um, like other guys that like people know that I'm really interested in, like I loved like John Morrison, mm. uh, Christian, like, all those dudes, like Edge, Jeff Hardy, all those guys, like because I was like a big fan of the High Flyers, like Rey Mysterio. Yeah, but, yeah, obviously, like yeah, I I was a big fan of a lot of people because obviously that was around time like John Cena was like big. Well, yeah, into like, the main dude, it probably would have been Triple H, and then like a handful of High Flyers to go along with it. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a good. WrestleMania to get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. the Taker, Punk, and Brock, Triple H, and The Rock. So you know, so. <laughs> oh yeah, man, it was that was it was a classic. I'm, I'm happy. I wish, I do wish that I would have started earlier. Like I would have been watching it from an earlier age because then like I would have been able to talk about it so much. But uh, mm. yeah, I think I think I did start watching it at a good time. 
it's just it shocks people because they think it's horrific how young I am and how little my knowledge on previous wrestling is. Oh. <laughs> so what did actually prompted you to dawn the tights again to the ring? So I um it was how did it happen again? So I obviously I loved watching it and I, this was at a time where I was I could feel like yeah football was I didn't really want to go anywhere I didn't want to be in football and no. I was getting bored of playing it but I still enjoyed watching it but I was getting bored of playing it and me and my dad was chilling one night and we decided you know I was like oh can we have a look for um, like local wrestling schools so we did we searched and it was like oh and you have to be 16 before you started training so I was a bit devastated but I, I never really gave up the search I was looking on Facebook and everything. And then uh, I came across the Future Shock Academy, which at the time were allowing people to train up from 14. Yeah. And I very, very recently turned 14. So I uh, I went down and my first ever session was with uh, Damon Lee. He, oh, wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I got in the ring. He destroyed us with the cardio, with the warm up. And yeah, <laughs> man, I, I loved it ever since, honestly. It, it was genuinely just like me, the curiosity of saying, like, what, what if? What if I was to give it a go? Because like, at hmm. that point, I had no idea like of what British wrestling was. I didn't. Really, I didn't really know if it was like a thing. Like, obviously, I'd seen like you know, like carnival wrestling advertised and stuff like on poles and stuff. But I didn't know that there was like an actual fan base for it. And then, I, 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 but the more that I searched into it, I was like, all right, okay, this is pretty cool. Let's let's give it a go and see what we can see what we can come up with. And yeah, I, uh, after that first training session with DDR, I loved it ever since. Yeah, three or four years ago, it was when it was like the peak of Brit Rest, wasn't it? it was like, it's like... Yeah, man. Yeah, that was like the first ever. Yet. It was around the first ever UK Championship tournament. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it was. I think so. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, did you did you have an idea of a character you wanted to be when you start training? The, that, so this is this is one thing that I can go into detail with. So, um, <laughs> I genuinely had no idea. And like you can wow. ask all my friends, and they'll say, like, I'll always go to Big Guns Joe. For, he will always say to find yourself, and he's been doing this up to very recently. Like, you see, I'm saying up to very recently as if like, lockdown just happened. So if lockdown would have happened, he would have been saying it until very recently that I mm-hmm. need to find myself. And it was, I feel like it was around the time that I wrestled Chris, Chris Brooks that I'd managed to come into myself a bit more, and I was like finally finding yeah. as Tom Thelwell as a wrestler. But in terms of like starting training, I literally there was guys that I watched and I liked what they did, so I would just do that. Like there was no there was no character behind it. I would just really enjoy doing moves. So like in training, my inspirations were like three people. I was a huge Ambrose fan, D Ambrose at the time. Yeah, uh, I was a huge Osprey fan. Well, the one problem was I was nowhere near as athletic as Osprey, and could barely do anything that he could. And uh, I was a huge Kenny Omega fan, so I was just trying to mix up these three people. Three, three very different wrestlers. Yeah, man. So this was <laughs> this was like fourteen-year-old Tom, like, oh, these were just biddies. And um, yeah, I, I gave I gave it a go as much as I could, and I still didn't really manage to find a character in myself. No. I just did what most people do and go to like the, the underdog baby face sort of thing because you know I've got the blonde hair, blue eyes, and I'm and I was very young, so I feel like in that sense it was easy enough for me to like I had a go to character if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. If it was ever needed for a show, I could just be like the like the the young lad that was like the underdog. But I feel like in some senses I'm still looking for a character, but I found it 
in a sense. If you're, if, you're, if you're only 18, some people don't find, like, like Stone Cold didn't become Stone Cold until he was in his mid-30s. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man, exactly. I've got plenty of time. Rock, the, rock, the Rock was in his late late 20s when he became The Rock. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've, got, I've got age on my side, that, that's all that counts, right? But yeah, yeah, man, uh, I, I feel like I'm in a good place in terms of character at the minute. It, there might not be much of it, but I feel like I've got enough of it to like, get me through. Yeah, and you get your name out there. You're all like, uh, um, you're all over yeah. the place at the moment. Well, not the moment, yeah. but <laughs> before lockdown was coming out. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying, man. I was, I was giving it my all. But yeah, it's a, I feel like as well, a character's nothing, not massive for me at the minute because I'm doing well as Tom Fellwell. Yeah. And it's very rare that you'll see me as a baddie. So, yeah. I, I'm guessing having these like seven months off is like giving you time to rest your body and then evaluate what's kind of gone well and what hasn't gone well have you got have you made, had time to like make little tweaks to your character so, you've set when you come back yeah man so um obviously before lockdown i was a lot lighter than i am now i think i was like 175 pounds before lockdown and i'm now getting towards 210 oh wow two yeah. steps yeah man i'm uh, I've, I've pushed up for a fair bit uh, I, bet, I bet you put on two stone worth muscle, whereas I put on twenty pounds of. Oh man, right, right. it was cake. Surprise! <laughs> it was genuinely a point where I was eating whatever I wanted to over lockdown. We opened, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not happy with how I look at the minute." And I just went to the gym every single day. Yeah. And now, now I'm in a like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm in decent enough shape at the minute, I think. But yeah, man, I'm a. In terms of how I look when I come back, I imagine I look a lot bigger to people. But uh, in terms of like move set and stuff. I've had a lot of time to revise like different wrestling, different wrestling styles and stuff. And there have been things that I've picked up off people and that I'm planning on putting my own spin on. So, like for example, in the next match, you might see me do things that you've never seen me do before or you might see me moving differently. And it's just all things that I'm changing and tweaking for the better. Because as much as I've been revising other people, I've also been going back and watching my matches. And like nitpicking little things, like to what I can change, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's so okay. like very much like facial expressions, uh, going back over selling, uh, the way I move, like how I deliver moves and stuff like that. I've I've managed to, uh, hopefully, I've hit the nail on the head with some things. Like I'll I'll never stop learning. That's one thing with wrestling; you never stop learning. Uh, there'll always be things that you can change. There'll always be things that you can do better. But I feel like I'm going to be in a much better place when I come back. In terms of like how I wrestle and how I look, than what I was before lockdown. If you get what I mean. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I am Miles Cameron, and if you want to be miles better, listen to the Broken but Glorious podcast now. So yeah, you're the first person I've actually spoke to in seven months who's actually got an upcoming show. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> so you look, yeah, how much are you looking forward to having you? First yeah, match, after, it was yeah very surprising, but uh, I really do hope it does go ahead because obviously the whole COVID thing going on at the minute and things seems to be getting cancelled left, right, and centre. But uh, Future Shot managed to put on the last show and they managed to do it really well. I've heard so, only got good things about the last show and about the safety and everything. Yeah, so, man, it went it went really well. But obviously, I wasn't there, so this is what I've been told. But I've been told the same thing, and. Uh, yeah, it just feels exciting to have like a match graphic released. You know, I mean, I got goosebumps when I seen that yesterday. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. A great yeah. opportunity facing like somebody the experience of Chris Ridgeway. Oh, dude, 
yeah, that's um, it's it's gonna be a big match. Uh, I'm prepared to take a beating. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you have to. Who's <laughs> was a uh, yeah? So uh, I've known Chris for quite for quite a while. I've done mm. a fair bit of training with him, a few card games, and yeah, I've uh, I, I look up to him a little bit because obviously he's like had a great journey in wrestling. He kill, he's been killing it over in Japan and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard, especially because it's both of our first matches back. But I'm willing to, fingers crossed, it um, lives up to the caliber that everyone's making it. Because a lot of people on social media seem to be excited for it. And uh, I'm very excited for it. I think Chris is excited for it. So, yeah, I'm, um, I'm hoping to blow the roof off, <laughs> blow the, roof off the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so Street Shopper having a double header on the 17th of October um, at the Southport Guild Hall. So I'll yeah. put take information in the description if anybody's interested in going. So also has a... Um, Lana Austin versus Tonga has been announced as well. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. No spoilers, but you might see me more than once. Yeah, you never know. You might see me on the second show as well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, no spoilers again, but that might not be the only place you see me wrestle this month. You never know. Cool. We, we, so, can, so we can't go into detail, but... yeah. How, how, how was your first bump back in training? Oh, mate, it was rancid. Oh. It was horrible. Funnily enough, it wasn't as bad as the first roll. I did the first roll and it was like someone had shaken my head multiple times very aggressively. It was like someone shook the world. It was horrible. Oh. I, I did it and I stood up and was like, whoa, what has happened? Like, what's gone on? And it was, yeah, the, the first bump obviously sucked, but yeah. you, know, you get used to it after a while. It was like, it was genuinely like starting all over again. Yeah, I've, I've, I've talked to a couple of wrestlers and they've said they just concentrated keeping in. Like their physique good over lockdown, forgot all about cardio. <laughs> then they went oh, back yeah. and they just died. So relatable. <laughs> I feel like in my first training match back, I was I couldn't breathe for like ten minutes afterwards. It was horrible. Oh. But yeah, man, it <laughs> in terms of like getting back to training and stuff, it was like starting all over again mm. because I like having to go over everything. Like it was like very frustrating. There was little things that I was messing up that. I feel like at my level, I shouldn't be messing up. Like, not like at my level, but like how long I've been doing it. I shouldn't be messing things up like that. But now that I've been training multiple times a week at like different schools, I'm, uh, I'm managing to get back in the swing of things now. So, yeah, the only thing that we need now is shows to get back on and it'll be like living like a normal life. Yes, yeah, so since your last show, we did have the speaking out movements. How, how, how do you think Fritz will be different and what do you want? How, what are you hoping will be the differences? So, how do I think it'll be different? Well, we've gotten rid of most of the scumbags. Yes, it sounds like it. Yeah, uh, which is which is obviously a good boss. You know what I mean? All like all respect for everyone that spoke out. In um, I can't imagine half of the like, how people would feel doing that. Like all the respect for the bravery and stuff. But yeah, it's a uh, all been done for the best because in wrestling, all we want is good people. We we don't we want everyone to feel safe. We want everyone to have fun and just enjoy yeah. the rest. It shouldn't be like a a place where people should come and feel uncomfortable. We, it should be like people like a place where people can come and escape. You know what I mean? Have fun, have a drink, enjoy us doing what we love, that sort of thing. Uh, and in terms of like what I want, I just want. Well, hopefully now that the speaking out movement's happened, this won't be the case. But now I want like people not to be afraid, pardon the pun, but speaking out. Like if mm-hmm. people if, if people like have problems, or they should just come forward and say things. I, I understand it's hard for some people. If if we're able to like if people are able to speak out, then we're able to get rid of these people, and it it just makes the whole situation better. But I feel like it's it's been such a big 
Like the speaking out moves like passed such a big message on to everyone that if, if anyone was capable of doing something like that, they just they, it's not happening anymore. No. <clears throat> yeah, do, do you get what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And it's it's good. I've heard a lot of a lot of promotions of, of kind of appointed like a designated officer that you can go to if you have any problems. Yeah, and... yeah man. Never, I feel like a lot of a lot of promotions have handled it really well. I don't think promotions who don't embrace the change are going to last very long because I don't think anyone will work for them. Promoters, really. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, it, to be honest, people they shouldn't be working for them promoters anyway. They should; those sort of people shouldn't have the goal to even consider coming back to wrestling. But I've, I feel um, a lot of the women in the speaking out have done really well with the bravery and stuff and how they've handled it. So yeah, I think it's um, it's all all been done for the better. And now we can just get back. We can get the British wrestling back to being the safe and fun environment that we want it to be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, mean, I think. Yeah, I think one of the good things that's come off this weekend. I think the power's gone back to the wrestlers rather than the promoters. So, yeah. yeah. So you you can decide to. where you wrestle, and you don't you don't feel like you have to be pressured into doing yeah. things. Exactly. That's exactly how it should be. Definitely, yeah, because there's no show without you guys. So. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> yeah, man, I, 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 I can't remember how happy I thought it's been handled by everyone. I've gotten rid of a lot of scumbags. People have been able to get things off the chest. And yeah, hopefully now it'll be a lot better, a lot safer environment. Yeah, that's all we can really ask for, to be honest, as like, normal people and as wrestlers. So, yeah. Yo, this is man like the reason you're listening to Broken Glorious. <laughs> So if you were a promoter for a day, promoting the show, so using oh, using wrestlers you've either worked with or trained with, wrestler, uh, yeah, people who are associated with you, if I give you a match type, would you tell me if you're putting that match? Let's do it. So this, this is wrestlers that I've worked with. Worked with or trained with. Pe- people are associated to you in some way. So. Okay. Well, okay. So, okay. so who would be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? To get the crowd excited. So I would probably go with... We're gonna start off, to get the crowd excited. We're gonna open with. We're gonna open with. Oh, this is such a hard question. I, I have been <laughs> thinking about this a lot. Yeah. To get the crowd excited, I'm gonna go with Matt Brooks. Oh yeah. Because. In a single. Matt is such a character. Like he's he honestly, like, I I love Matt to pieces. I think he's one of the smartest wrestlers going. The way he that he's like mastered the way of doing. The Optimania thing, I think it's just boss, and everyone loves him. Like he could go to any show and be the most overdue there. Either. He's my he's my girlfriend's favorite. Oh, I mean, I'm not surprised. And like, he's in he's in incredible shape, <laughs> like, genuinely in incredible shape. Yeah, like, she had a face face her with him in the ring, and she just didn't know where to put her hands. So she was like, <laughs> 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 it's right. so awkward face her when we look back at it now. <laughs> I understand that, though. You said the guy is genuinely a unit. He is. Like, oh, the unit. He's massive. Uh, and I think I'd probably put him again. I'd put him against Big Guns Joe. Yes, they have a great feud whenever they go. Yeah, man. So uh, Big Guns is one of my best men. Uh, everyone knows who Big Guns Joe is. He's one of the, the biggest characters at the moment in British wrestling. He's a, whether he's a goodie or a baddie, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how to make a crowd love him or hate. And I feel like against Matt Brooks, them two, they just they'd, they'd get the crowd into it. They'd have a laugh. It'd be great. So yeah, my opening match to get the crowd into it. Going with Matt Brooks and Big Guns Joe. Yeah, at that at that ignition show it was the first time I've ever had to cheer Big Joe. It was dead weird. 
There used to be a Wrestle Island where he's a heel and we all sing Tiny Tiny Joe with him. Have, have you noticed though, like you just you automatically cheer for him? He's, he's that good. Like you, you can't help. I, 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 yeah, we all we all think he's real. Yeah, we all like him, but it, we like to boo him. <laughs> sing, <laughs> yeah, sing, yeah. sing Tiny Tiny Joe with him. No, he reacts. Or, you just so, can't help get behind. Yeah, love getting called a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> So that would that also be your comedy match, or have you got another match in mind for a comedy match? Oh, I completely forgot about the comedy match. Oh no! <laughs> oh dear. Um, <laughs> right, right. How are we gonna do? It? Come to the. Can we come to the comedy match a little bit later on? So I've yeah. got time to think as well. Right. So we've What's the next one? Your women's title match. Women's title. Is this a singles? It's your your show. You can put as many people in as you want. Oh. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna do a bit of a mix. So we'll do. We'll do we'll do a uh, triple threat. We'll go Lana Austin. Yes. We'll go Billy McKenzie. Wow. <laughs> and we'll go Charlie Evans. <laughs> wow, that'd be amazing. Okay, yeah, man. So, <laughs> uh, I think Lana is one of the like, she's one of the best female wrestlers in the country, and she's like she's been a good friend to me since I started. And uh, the Medusa Complex, obviously, there. Everyone knows how good they are. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, there's not much to say because I feel like them three as wrestlers like says enough. Yeah, Lana's come on so much in the last two or three years. Just, just oh, yeah, seems, so she's taken herself to the next level. Yeah, yeah, man, she's been around for a while, and obviously, um, Millie and Charlie have been doing doing real well on like Fight Club programs. Oh, Char- well, Char- Charlie's gone into hardcore wrestling now. She's doing hardcore well, wrestling yeah, then. The, the deathmatch <laughs> death scene. Charlie mm-hmm. is on the deathmatch scene, but. Yeah, uh, in terms of like the women's match, that's probably what I'd go for. Yeah, amazing. And then uh, like a hardcore extreme rules stipulation Ooh. type match. Right, so I try and think now who I've, who I've trained with that does this sort of stuff. Well, I'll go for. Does it like? Does it matter if you're friends with them? Like, can I can I use it if I'm like they're a friend? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, they're associated to you in some way. That's right. Right. So I'll go Clint Margera. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is difficult. I don't know. I don't know who else like does like hardcore stuff that I'm fairly close with. I'm just gonna take a pass and use Paul Robbins. Okay. I think I may come back to this one if I, if I think of someone that I've worked with that does deathmatch stuff. Yeah, RJ Silver loves doing deathmatch stuff. Yeah. He does, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, that's, that's a shout. In my interview of him, he says the first thing he does is when he gets to a venue is see what he can jump off. So what's the highest thing he can yeah, jump off? Yeah, he does. He's a, bit, he's a bit of a madhead like that, isn't he? Yeah. Mad. Was it that wrestling island that he jumped off that balcony? Yeah. Didn't tell the yeah, promoter who's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, a bit mental that one, to be honest. Um, actually, you, you know what? We'll, we'll go We'll go Clint versus Drew Parker. Oh, yes. That'd be a great match. Yeah, man. Uh, Drew, I um, I've met Drew, I met Drew a handful of times, and obviously now he's doing really well. Indeed. Um, yeah, he's yeah, younger and, than you think as well, isn't he? Just like twenty-two or something. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's, he's really young. <laughs> Stupidly young. <laughs> he's been doing deathmatch for a while as well, and um, everyone knows Clint. I think, was it was it? I think he got announced at TNT that he was doing tournament of death this year. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those dudes. They did bleed and have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play to him. But I, I, feel, I think I would do death matches, but not to the calibre of that. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that 
um, yeah. <laughs> to enjoyment yeah. of yeah, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... if 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 you were like in like a hardcore stipulation match and the, your opponent went under the ring and brought out a bag, would you want it to be drawing pins or Lego in it? Or would drawing you, pins. Drawing pins. Yeah, I, I feel like if you land on multiple at once, it wouldn't be as bad. I know yeah, that sounds a... stupid, mm-hmm. but I feel like it wouldn't be as bad. Whereas I think Lego just suck. Yeah, I've got, you get about a 50-50 split on that question. So a, lot, a lot of people don't like the idea of being pissed. I know they can yeah, well, put, up, put up with a big bruise for a couple of weeks. But. I say this, but I hate needles as well. Yeah. Like, bro, like, needles is one of my biggest fears. Like, it's weird. I, I hate needles. Oh, it's horrible. Like, they, they scare me. Okay, um, your tag team title match? Tag team title match. Uh, we'll go Ethan, Allen, and Luke Jacobs, the guns. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, obviously, because, you know, they're my boys and they're excellent. And I'll put them again. Uh, the 0 1 2 1. Ooh. Dan Maloney and Darice. Um, that would be Darice and Dan, obviously, killing it at the minute. Um, Fight Club tag champs. Yeah. He's also Dan's like the heavyweight champ. Luke and Ethan killing it as well, doing progress, OT. Fight Club, the future Shock Tag Champions at the minute. Yeah, I think I think that'll be. Really, yeah, I think you can go along with them with both those tag teams. Yeah, definitely. There are there are a lot of, there are a lot of teams that I could use though, but I just feel like those two. I, I reckon those two could put on a class one. Yeah, I think I think they just won the Fight Club tag titles when I interviewed Reese earlier this year. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was fairly recent. I think it was one of the last. I yeah. think it was the last show that they did. I'm, I'm not too sure. Maybe. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Was, yeah, it definitely was last show. Cool. So you're an intergender match? Intergender match. Um, oh. I'm going to go Lizzie, Lizzie Evo. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I'm, I reckon she'd knock anyone out. I don't quickly. think I've seen her live, not, not an intergender match. I think every time I've seen her live, I've seen her against Pitbull, and I'm sure I've seen her against <laughs> CJ Banks as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 don't, think, I don't think I've seen her against a woman. I don't think I've ever seen her against men. Yeah, I've, I've, seen, <laughs> her against, I've seen her against a fair few men, but I think mm. I'm, I'm going to put Mazzivo against... Oh, this is so difficult. Against Callum Corey. Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, no particular reason, but I just I just think that would be entertaining because I've seen Callum do intergender before and it's hilarious. And I know <laughs> Lizzie's the sort of person that would just try and knock him out, and I think that'd be hilarious as well. So, <laughs> uh, do you want to do a comedy match or do you want to right? I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch big guns and Matt to the comedy match. Yeah, can so the opener be... be anything? Anything you want. I've had somebody do have a match where it's mu- musical cheers because <laughs> they wanted that's oh. what they wanted their comedy match to be. <laughs> whatever you want, uh, your your show. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm going to use this opportunity to um, to to put people in that are, that I think are very good and I think that should be in a lot of places. So uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to say people and it's going to turn into a whatever man match. <laughs> However many people it turns out. So we're gonna go with Lycos two. Yes. Who's my my five year old's favourite wrestler at the moment. Yeah, he, I'm not surprised. He's excellent. He's a good, very good friend and he's uh yeah, I, I, don't I don't know really... if he knows Joe Nelson and Lycos two are the same person. I don't know if he knows it in his head he knows that. 
that he's probably seen. He's seen Joe Rittenhouse wrestle lots, but he's only seen Lagos two once. But I don't know if he knows in his head that they're the same. He won't surprise me if a lot of people didn't know that. Even though it's in his Instagram. <laughs> I reckon yeah. people say he was under the mask. But yeah, yeah. yeah, so we'd, we'd go Lycos 2 versus Joe Bolton. Yeah. Bolton class. Big lad. Very recently finding himself in terms of character in class shape. And yeah, I reckon he's going to be he's gonna be doing very well and he'll be all over when lockdown's over. Yeah, he's recently turned heel at the Wrestle Island, so I'm interested to see where that goes. Oh yeah, man, he's got, I know he's got some. But, um, mm. all, all shall be revealed. And next, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Miles Kamen. Yes, My, Miles better than you. I, I, um, I think in terms of like younger wrestlers, he's he's excellent. He's, he's in terms of character as well. He's so good at making people hate him. Yes, definitely. <laughs> the whole, the whole golden boy thing. Is, yeah, and he's, yeah. Like, oh, he's he's learning from the best, and like Nathan Cruz, isn't he? So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's he has got it down to a T in terms of making people hate him. Like he can have a crowd under his finger. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, yeah. He's excellent man. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a, a six man scramble. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> Just so I can talk about people that I I like and think are very good wrestlers. Um, yeah, it's the whole point of the section for you to. <laughs> yeah, so next we're gonna add in Rob Drake. Uh, he's not done like in many shows, but the few that he has done, he's done very well. He's uh, he's done a, he's done a few matches in TNT, and he debuted recently at Future Shock against uh, James Drake, and it was excellent for for how little he's been training, mm-hmm. like for, in like little time that is. He's he's doing really well for himself, and yeah, I just think that um, sky's the limit for Rob. And the final two spots, we're going to go to two people that I think are potentially the best in the Northwest. Okay, we're, we're going to go Joey Hayes because he's I, I, I don't even know what I could say about Joey. He's, he's genuinely excellent, like uh, proper modern day legend. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just... in terms of like wrestlers out of the northwest, you can't like think like talk about a top five and not include Joey. He's 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 boss man, genuinely excellent. Then uh, final dude, we're gonna throw in we're gonna throw in DDL Damon Lee. Yeah, because one of the best buddies. Like he always, he, he's excellent on shows. Again, another one that knows how to make a crowd hate him or can get a crowd behind him. Like it's, um, and David means a lot to me as well because obviously he, he took my first training session and he was always like, always there to give me feedback and stuff after matches. And yeah, I just think he's that. But all the respect to Damon. So yeah, that's Wait. that's the opening six man scramble. Amazing. <laughs> that leaves you with your main event, your championship match. Or... Want to put yourself in it? <laughs> nah, man, I'm not booking myself. I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna be that guy. Um, so we're gonna start with Sonna Derson, yes. one of the most underrated talents in the Northwest, if you ask me. Um, he was, yeah, he was winning championships everywhere just before lockdown. He, he was, and he was finally starting to branch out. The guy, mm-hmm. the, the guy wrestled on Monday Night Raw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is um, yeah, uh, he, it speaks for itself. Some of the things that he's done, and yeah, I'd love to see him everywhere. Uh, next dude that I'd have in it would um, gonna go with Chris Brooks. Yes, kill it in Japan at the moment. Yeah, man, it had my best match of all time against him, and yeah, there's genuinely not much I can say because I feel like everyone knows how great Chris Brooks is. 
I'm sure I listened to an interview with him and he's bigging you up, saying you're one for the future as well. Really? I'm sure, I'm sure I did. I'm sure he uh, mentioned you. Oh, okay. Well, it's a while ago. I'll have to look it up. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know of this, but yeah, that's, that's very cool in itself. But yeah, Chris would definitely be in there. And oh, I might have to make this a multi-man yourself as well, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to leave it as a triple threat and I feel like there'll be people that I've missed out but these are the people that are coming to mind and the last dude that I'm going to stick in it is probably going to be Zach Gibson yes um, the best baddie in British wrestling in my opinion you don't go to a show that Zach Gibson's there and you don't you hear no one shit no <laughs> progress Wembley every single person in that arena was booing him out of the building uh, he's he's been one of my trainers since I started. Uh, I've learned a lot from him, and uh, yeah, I think he's, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Him and JD as a tag team, uh, in my opinion, uh, one of the best re- the tag teams in the world, if not the best. Yeah, I can't wait for them to get back on NXT TV and big stuff yeah, in their tag team division. So. Me too, man. Some of the matches that they can have in NXT are incredible. There's so like some matches they already have had great. It's just. Yeah, it's just a shame COVID happened because it's it's put a halt to a lot of people's careers. It's it's cool that is now back. Yeah, people like are, are able to do things over there now. But yeah, uh, COVID put everything to a halt, and that's really annoying because it would have been sick to see where like the GYV could have gone with this and like where everyone else's careers could have gone. But yeah, I suppose it's not forever. Fingers crossed next year, everything will be back up and running as normal. But yeah. Yeah, we never know. And I, I've just realised I missed out. I've, I've made a mistake. <laughs> okay. uh, jumping back to the tag match, I'm going to, I'm making a triple threat tag match because why the hell not? And I'm adding in more than hype. Yes. Um, not much to say about them other than they're excellent. They're they charismatic. Uh, some of the nicest guys I've met. Um, yeah, that is genuinely all I can say about. That's a great card. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's my card. I feel like a lot of it was just talking about my friends. Um, but if I, if I could, I feel like it's, it's so hard yeah. to do stuff like that because you never know what you leave out. No, yeah, there's all there's so many guys I could talk about, like T Bone, Ashton Smith, um, all of the other guys that are coming up, like uh, Leon Gray, Chase Alexander, Oscar Byron, like all those sort of dudes. Like, yeah, I've wrestled Chase a lot. Like, I, I love wrestling. I've trained a lot with Oscar. Uh, T Bones taught me so much. I've I've learned a lot from Ashton. But it, it's such a hard thing to do when someone asks you like to make your own card. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, th- those are the matches that I would have. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope you're satisfied with the card that you got. <laughs> That's a fair look back I really want to see that six months scramble to start it. <laughs> oh yeah, man! That was, I took the I took the opportunity to put, put in guys that I think should be in more places and guys that I think. Yeah, yeah. Any match between Big Joe and Matt Brooks, I'm there. So yeah, man. That, that's <laughs> that match. Anyone could. I reckon you could put that match on in Japan. And, where the crowds make virtual, I think they'd still manage to get laughs out of like a quieter crowd. I think they had a year-long feud in Wrestle Island. They wrestled at every, some type of match they were against each other at every show, even if it was a singing contest or a 
<laughs> yeah. press up press up contest or something. <laughs> they did lots of silly things. Did, I think they feuded in a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah, and they've definitely they've definitely feuded in a lot of places because I feel like I've seen them in so many different rings. Mm. They're amazing. So, yeah, man. They're the best guys for sure. Hey up, it's Leon Gray. And Ryan Thorne. Together we're made to last and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Do you want to quickly plug the future shock show again before we go? Yeah, let's do it. So, um, we talk, we spoke about it before. On the 17th of October, I have just had a match announced. It will be myself versus Chris Ridgway at the Stockport Guild Hall. Uh, I, I'm not too sure on the name of the website. Just type in future shot wrestling and I imagine tickets will be available there. However, I would say if you're interested in coming, I would hurry up and buy because with the whole pandemic thing, I know they're only doing a limited amount. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in coming, definitely get your tickets as soon as possible. But if you miss out on the on the show where I'm wrestling Ridgeway, they are doing another show later on in the day, which and I believe tickets are still available for as well. Yeah. So, yeah uh, if you can, please do uh, show a few shots some support. Um, yeah, I think the first show bell time is two, and the second show bell time is six. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'll put links in the description for ticket information. So, do you want to also promote any social media you have? Absolutely. So, give me two seconds. I'm really bad with this sort of stuff. I always forget <laughs> because I have a habit of social media tags and stuff. So, mm. on Instagram, I am tomt.pw. And on Twitter, I am at, at tomt underscore pw. Great. Well, I put, I put links in the description, so I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Hell yeah, man. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a blast, man.